Guys, I I can't even right now, I can't even begin to tell you how excited I am to give you this word right now. Like it is, oh, I don't know how to describe it. I don't know how I'm actually even going to get through this episode talking about it because it's just like when you get this message and when you start to really see it happen for you and become real in your life, your jaw will hit the floor. I promise you, you will be counting days of how many times you've got to pick your jaw up off the floor and be in awe on the inside so flies don't get like all up in your digestive system right now. Like... You're probably thinking I'm some sort of crazy, and if you're new, I definitely probably think that you think I'm crazy, but that is just what is going down right now. And let me go back a little. If you are new and you're just joining us on this podcast, then I want to welcome you by saying God is good. Like He has gotten you right now in a divine moment, like two major things are about to collide and the crash will be epic. Like that's not usually a good thing when things crash into each other and it's an epic crash, but when it is you and your life and your situation and your problem plus God and who he is and what he can do, the crash is the kind of epic you talk about forever that you always go back to when moments are low. And so I just kind of want to welcome you like that because that's what the episode is going to be like today. So you got to give me a moment to get my thoughts and my mind together so that God can take over this thing and then we'll get talking. Okay, so last time on this podcast, like I don't really know when that is because, you know, I'm just waiting on God's command for releasing these things. But last time we were talking about how strength isn't exactly what we think it is. Like usually we see strength as being about the many. And last time God taught us that strength is really about the one. And so In this episode, we're going to talk about a really good question. Like, I think it's a really good question for so many reasons. And that question is, how far can one actually go? And this question splits into two because you can say it like, how far can someone actually go? Like, that's the one that we're talking about. Like, how far can I actually succeed? How how far can I, what are my limits? Am am I limited? But then the question can also be how far can one, like one item, one person, just, just one, you know, that really isn't a lot. How far can one actually go? And in both senses, the answer is the same. 
it'll this is the part that will make your jaw hit the floor. Like maybe right now you're not going to get it and it's not going to hit the floor right this second, but it is going to become a part of your life at some point. I want to say that prophetically, that at some point in your life soon, I'm calling it out soon at some point, you're going to, it's going to hit you. You're going to remember these words and then your jaw's going to hit the floor because the answer is it's limitless. How far can one go? It's limitless. And the reason why is because of what we talked about last time. Last time we said that the one is the Lord. Like he is our one shield. He is our strength. Like we have that through Jesus. And let me just tell you that he can go beyond whatever you and I could ever have hoped for or imagined. And you may know that that is scripture, like that is fact, beyond what we could even hope for or have imagined. And I'm going to break this down for you personally because I'm in that moment when my jaws hit the floor and I'm in awe. And this is actually my sixth day of being in awe because I've been fasting for the past six days and that's leading up to Pentecost. And I'm I'm gonna just tell you, it was like a sudden fast. Like it wasn't my decision. I just, you know, was like, okay, God, I'll I'll do it. I was writing in my prayer journal on a Saturday because I'd I'd been so far apart from God. I'd spent so much time apart from God. The time between the last episode and the one before it was all a period of just being disconnected from God. So I was writing in my prayer journal trying to get back to that because writing is just the way that God and I get on a kind of level that's just unknown to me any other way. And I was like, you know what? On this particular Saturday, I'm not going to do anything but be connected to God. There's going to be no YouTube that I'm obsessed with watching and listening to music on. There's going to be no social media, which I love to just sit in my bed and scroll through all day. There's going to be no Netflix, no keeping up with the Kardashian Saturday, which is what I usually do. None of that. It's just going to be me and God writing, talking, getting in back into relationship with one another. And then I was listening to a podcast by Pastor Teray Roberts, which was kind of like my divine moment where God was like, epic crash is coming. And Teray was talking about how he felt like now was a time where God was calling us to fast up until Pentecost. And he was saying, you know, for some of you, it may be about social media, like you may need to cut out your Facebook and your Instagram. Maybe it's Netflix, maybe it's YouTube. And I was like, okay, God, I hear you. I can't mistake that for anything else. Like I know a lot of people out there and you may be one of them and I'm not judging you. You look and you say like, that's coincidence. Like he would have said that anyway, regardless of what you were going to do. But I, and I think a lot of other people don't believe in coincidences. I believe in like God's divine timing moments, his power, his just how much he knows us and what we need and that is what I believe that was. That is what I know that was. And I was just like, okay, then this thing is going to happen Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Today's Thursday. No, it's not. It's Friday. And so I've got two days left till Pentecost and I am, 
I can't even begin to tell you how excited I am. But let me, I just, okay, hold on. Before I continue, I I want to warn you about something, okay? Because actually, you know what? Scratch that. Scratch that. That's not God. So I'm going to just move on. But just be careful of media, people, okay? Like, go and listen to Pastor Therese Roberts' um, podcast episode on One Church LA about mindfulness and mindless behavior, and you're going to get all what I wanted to tell you. Because I feel like God's saying that's not for me to tell. Like he has his steward that has said that so well and the the words have come straight from God. So I'm just going to direct you straight there. Like if you go to the description of this thing, you're going to find like the link in there. I'm, I'm going to do the whole shebang. But let me continue. So I've been on this past for the first time in my life. I've never fasted before. Okay. And as I said, instead of doing all my usual stuff, media related, I've just been writing in my journal And oh, dear Lord, oh, dear Lord, the amount of revelation that you can have in six days. Look, the amount of revelation you can have in one day. Like that Saturday, I was like, whoa, God is so good. I'm so glad to be back in connection with him. When I found out I was fasting even further, I was like, okay, let's do this thing. Because if we can repeat what happened today on Saturday, every day until next Sunday, then this is going to be absolutely insane. So... That is what I did. And it's just the amount of things that I've been able to do in this week, okay, which is something we talked about in the last episode, the amount, just how far I've been able to come personally, it's the kind of thing that so many people would say is impossible to do. Like you can't make that kind of change overnight. You can't, that's not really possible. It takes a lot more time. And I'm telling you, if you kind of think maybe that's not really possible, like a short amount of time, maybe overnight, nah, look at God and say, God, you taking me as far as you need to take me and as far as you can take me, that's impossible. He's just going to look at you and laugh and be like, girl, I'm going to call your bluff. Watch me. Okay. He just, I feel him saying to somebody, he's like, you've been doubting me and how far I can take you. Give me the reins for a second and watch me call you out. Like I'm about to show you something you've not ever seen before. Okay. So, oh God, I'm even getting lost here for a moment. Oh yeah. The reason why I'm telling you this, this is super important. Like I'm glad I've gotten back on track of this. The reason why I'm telling you this, it is not to gloat. Like it is not about, you know, how great my week has been and like leading up to Pentecost. I'm such a great Christian because I promise you I'm not. I've already come clean. The reason I'm on this fast is because I've spent so much time disconnected from God. Okay. So it definitely can't be me coming up here trying to tell you how great I am because that's just, that would be a flat out lie. What it is, is that personal testimonies are so important. And I've been feeling God telling me this for a long time. I sometimes like to hide my stories because they can be downright embarrassing and I don't want to relive any of it. I don't want to disappoint anybody. I don't want anybody to see me like that. And God is like, it is not about you. The story is not about you and how people will perceive you. It's what they're going to get from me when they hear your story and what I've done for you. So the reason why I've told you all all of that is because it is going to back up 
a, a scripture, a word from scripture that Sarah Jake Roberts gave on One Church LA podcast. And it's just, God is going to like deposit something in you through the combination of the two of them. And so the word, the scripture, sorry, from the Bible that this word comes from is Mark 8, 13 to 21, where it's long. So it reads, so he got back into the boat and left them. And he crossed to the other side of the lake. Now, some background. The he we're talking about here is Jesus. And he had just come from dealing with the Pharisees. The Pharisees were trying to get him to validate who he was. Like, are you really who you say you are? If you are, give us signs of wonder. And Jesus was like, I will give them no such signs of wonder. Okay, that's like the paraphrased version of um, what's going on before this. So let me continue into verse 14. But the disciples had forgotten to bring any food. They had only one loaf of bread with them, that's where we're talking about one, in the boat. As they were crossing the lake, Jesus warned them, watch out, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and of Herod. At this they began to argue with each other because they hadn't brought any bread. Jesus knew what they were saying, so he said, why are you arguing about having no bread? Because We've already said they have one, and one is not the same as no. Don't you know or understand even yet? Are your hearts too hard to take it in? You have eyes, can't you see? You have ears, can't you hear? Don't you remember anything at all? When I fed the 5,000 with five loaves of bread, how many baskets of leftovers did you pick up afterwards? Twelve, they said. And when I fed 4,000 with seven loaves, how many large baskets of leftovers did you pick up? Seven, they said. Don't you understand yet? He asked them. And I really love that scripture. Like, I just actually fell in love with it again as I was reading it because... Jesus is talking about how he can multiply. Like, when you give him what you think is not enough, and what really isn't enough by our standards, he's just going to multiply it until it becomes like you're just overflowed with it. Like you could give some away every day of your life and still have the entirety of what you were given for yourself. Like that doesn't make any sense to us because we're like, if you give it all away every day, how do you still have all of it? Mathematically, it doesn't make sense. But Jesus reigns over mathematics, people, okay? Like, the numbers don't have to add up in the natural realm for them to be true spiritually. And so, in this case where, you know, we're talking about how far can one actually go, you and I are the one loaf of bread. By that I mean, I am just one plain old little 21-year-old girl living with her parents while she's still in her season of waiting. Like, I am one. But in the hands of Jesus, like when I surrender myself completely over to him, when I let him be my shield, my strength, and I just give up everything else to hold onto him like I would die if I let him go, oh, uh, beyond what you and I could ever have hoped for or imagined, that's how far I know I can go. Okay, and I know that from, that's what the whole testimony was about. It is about 
when you surrender yourself over, when you just drop everything, like drop literally everything, what you were worried about, what you doubted, what you thought was so important, what you thought you had to do, what all your plans were. When you drop all of that and just pick up Jesus, you pick up Christ like a shield, like a just, uh, I don't know, an armor of strength. When you do that, he will take you further than you could have ever hoped for or imagined. And I am saying this as fact because it is. He will make your jaw hit the floor with how far he can take you and that won't that won't even be like midway of your journey. You'll be like, "God, you can really take me this far?" like seriously? And he'll be like, Girl, we barely even started. This isn't even the start of what I'm going to do for you. And it's just, that's just everything. Like, I feel like some of you, you get this right now as you hear the words come out of my mouth. You're like, damn, God is good. And some of you are like, that sounds great, but I mean... It's me we're talking about. And I hear God saying, yeah, yeah, it's you we're talking about. You are one that we're talking about. And all you have to do, he's saying, all you have to do is partner with my son, my son that I sent to die for your sins, to give us a relationship. When you partner, you're one with my son, you are going to see yourself multiply. Like you'll you'll multiply. Your life will multiply. Your impact will multiply. Your influence will multiply because you were made to multiply. When you were made, when you were formed in your mother's womb and long before when all of your plans were made, they were made to multiply. You were made to multiply. And that's just that's just who you are. But I love this. I love what is about to come out of my mouth. You are because he is. And I just, oh, I love that just as much as the first day that God told it to me. You are because he is. You are strong because he is. You multiply because he is. You will feed the many with five loaves of bread because he is is. So basically he he is and you will. But all the glory goes back to him because without him being the one, without him being the one and at the same time being everything, you and I, we'd just be one. And that would never feel like enough. And so that, that, my brothers and sisters in Christ, that is that is the word for today. That is, uh, I, I keep repeating my words because I can't, I can't contain my communication skills right now. They're just kind of overflowing. I'm still in awe. I'm in awe as I'm reading this message. I've actually done it over so many times because there are times when I just was recording it and it was like I wasn't getting it or I was getting in God's way. He wasn't able to really get through the message he wanted you to hear right now. But right now I feel like, oh my Lord, he is here. He is here for you. He's just 
ever-present right now. His words are just like oh, tickling your ears. They're tickling my ears as I hear them and I can barely process them properly. But, huh, okay. <laughs> God, sorry, I just need to get back into it. But I'm so glad that you were able to listen to this message. Like, for me, it's the week of Pentecost. Pentecost is this coming Sunday. I don't know what week it is for you because like I said, I'm going on God's command, baby. Like, I am on God command mode. Like, some people are like on autopilot. I'm on God as my pilot. Like, he is just taking me and I'm just like, God, do your thing. I won't move till you say. I won't do, I won't even edit this till you're like, this has got to go. Let's get the train moving. Okay. So really guys, I don't know what day you're hearing this on, but all I know is that for you, it's a divine moment. It is you and God, boom, epic crash, epic collision. Some of you feel it already. You've collided. You're like, damn. Some of you are like, that sounds like an epic collision, baby. You're going to feel it. You're not just going to hear it. You're going to feel it. I feel that so prophetically. But Truly, it's time for me to start coming to a close, like God's delivered what he wants to, and I get to just, you know, send you guys off with a prayer to him. I just want to pray over your week, your day, your month, your year, that you just really get this message, this word from God, because it'll change your life. God will change your life. God is changing your life as we speak. I've said change your life so many times because that's just what he does. It's just who he is. He changes your life. He transforms who you are into who he knew you always were. And so I'm going to calm myself down and I'm going to just start praying for you if you don't mind. So wherever you are, if it's possible, I just want you to bow your head and close your eyes and just really, really feel God's presence because I so know it is wherever you are. It is all around us right now. And I don't care if you and I are in two completely different continents. I know the same Holy Spirit presence is over us both. So Heavenly Father, we're just in awe. Our mouths are on the floor and we don't know if we'll ever pick them back up. God, we thank you so, so much for your son. He didn't just die for our sins. He came to give us life, life in abundance. He came to give us a relationship with you, the chance to have one. He is our advocate, our defender. He's our strength, our shield. And he is your son, the one you gave up for us. And God, we're just one. We're just one. And in this natural realm, that's not enough. It's not enough. We hear it all the time and it breaks our hearts. We want to be more than not enough. We want to be enough. And God, I pray over everyone under the sound of my voice and beyond that they that they get it, that they get the fact that in the hands of Jesus, in the hands of Jesus, the one that they are multiplies to more than they can count. This natural realm doesn't have names for numbers. 
by which you can multiply your children by. You don't have any limits. You're not confounded by natural world mathematics. That just, you break that because you made that. You made that so you can break it and we know that you do. And I just pray, Lord, that as your children go forth into their day, their week, their month, their year, they take what it is you've deposited in them right now with them wherever they go. And I can just tell that whatever it is, it's Jesus. It's Jesus. And they are just gonna, I pray that they can learn to be brave because I know it's hard and just drop everything that they're carrying now, every weight, every doubt, every heartache, every torment, every struggle, they drop it all and just carry your son like they'll die if they don't. Because once they do, I can't wait to see what you do with their one. I can't wait to see how the earth shifts because they got it, because they multiplied, because they gave all glory to you and your son. Because I know the earth is going to shift. Like they are going to, they're going to move mountains. They're going to just... I don't even know what, but I'm excited about it. So God, I pray that your children get this message. They hear it. They meditate on it. They talk to you. They write. They speak. They sing. Whatever they got to do to be in connection with you and get this down. God, I just, I pray for them. I'm, I'm so proud of them. God, I know they may not get why I'm proud of them if I have no idea who they are, but I know you know them. You knew them before they were formed in their mother's womb and you have plans for them. And I'm already proud of them with what they're about to do with all of that. They're going to have so many leftovers, so many baskets, feed so many hungry people. And God, I just thank you because you're the reason for it all. You're the reason for it all. You're the reason we had a savior to save us in the first place. Christ, you are the best advocate and friend and defender we could ever ask for. Thank you. Thank you, Lord Most High, for all that you are. Because now we know we are because you are. And the words... I am because he is. That's going to be on the on our mouths forever. God, I make a covenant with you here and now that that, that word is going to be on my mouth forever. And I pray that your children have it on theirs too. And in Jesus' mighty name, we all say, Amen. Amen.